Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Now we have our next guest in the studio with us. Yes, another person with hot goss is someone with a familiar voice for our listeners. We have Sian Mitchell, who is the festival director of the Melbourne Women in Film Festival, which is back for 2023 at Yay. Acme. Yay! Hi! <laughs> Glad to be back. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. And it looks like a massive, massive festival this year. There's a lot going on. But... Yeah. Yes, yeah. The program turned out. I'm I'm really proud of this program. I just I absolutely love it, and it's turned out to be sort of chock full of all different things. Great. Yeah. Well, um, David wouldn't let me go past uh, getting a little bit of background info on you first. <laughs> sure. So, um, and we'll, we will be checking to make sure you've got yes, all the exactly. facts. We'll do the fact, we'll do the fact <laughs> check <laughs> later. <laughs> so, so, what did I make up? <laughs> so, Sian, tell us about like what your journey has been in the arts. How did you get to this position? Where did it start? Sure. Well, I guess it's 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 been more through ed- the education pathway, really, because I'm a lecturer at Deakin University in film, uh, television, and animation. And how how is it? You know, is that the the interest still there? Are, you know, like, are, are the youth excited about that path? Because it's a tough one, isn't it, with film? It is, but they they are. They absolutely are. I think um, what we've sort of noticed at the moment, coming out of COVID, of course, having all you know, it's really hard to make a film collaboratively when you're all stuck at home and, and that yeah. sort of thing. So we've actually seen a lot of excitement about students coming back to campus wanting to study yeah. study this stuff and work together and get their hands on their gear and, and tell their story. So there is there is a kind of newfound energy around it, I think, with with the students wanting to, to come and study this stuff and, and yeah, just meet each other and network and all that sort of good mm. all that good stuff. All that Brilliant. good creative stuff. Yeah. And you can keep an eye on who's up and coming if you're in the uh, universities as well. Oh, absolutely. Yes, and I do. I note down, I note down names. My students are listening, I note <laughs> down names. <laughs> I'm taking names. <laughs> uh, so, well, where did the interest come from to you know, like, get a festival like this going? Why, why? Well, I guess part of it comes from that sort of academic uh, interest that I have in women's filmmaking in particular uh-huh. and and of course you know there's been a lot of discussion over the past well actually it's cyclical over many decades really um over the underrepresentation of women in the screen industry and of course we had another wave of that when screen australia did the gender matters stuff around 2015 so i have a bit of a sort of yeah, academic or research interest in looking at that that sort of space and how we can how we can get these underrepresented voices on screen more and so the festival kind of came out of that. It came out of not having enough women in an academic film syllabus, so showing students that there are women in, in Australia and in our region that are doing stuff. Um, and also just to, to create a festival that's part of the really broad, wonderful, rich culture that we have in Melbourne in, in terms of the film festival space. So another mm. film festival might be like, oh, another film festival. But, you know, just a one that's that's dedicated to showcasing gender diverse and women artists yep. and storytellers. And, and uh, how how's it looking? You know, like, is, is there a lot to choose from or are you, is it a hard time for women? 
Uh, no, there, there's definitely a lot to choose from, um, uh, particularly because we, we sort of expanded out to look at across um, Aotearoa, New Zealand as well, and the Pacific Islands for what women are doing there too. Um, I would say it's probably slowed down a little bit just because COVID, COVID again, yeah. you know, um, it's the, it's it's starting to, we're starting to see more releases happening now, but there was, there has been a little bit of mm. a kind of slowdown, I think, in terms of, mm. of how many films we would probably see. But in terms of what women are doing, it's 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 vibrant. It's rich, particularly in the short film space as well, because it's you know it's a bit easier funding wise to to make a short film perhaps than a feature. Yeah. But but it is we are seeing it start to pick yeah. up again. Yeah. Um, just for you know, like the general listener out there, how hard is it for um, a filmmaker to even with a short film to get the funding? Yeah, look, it can be really difficult because of the way that the funding set up in Australia through through government funding predominantly. Um, I know a lot of first time short filmmakers would probably find it really difficult to to engage with a funding body to get funding, so they kind of try to do other other kinds of ways of raising money and thinking outside the box. You know, fundraisers, crowdfunding, that yep. sort of thing. Yep. Um, maybe some private investment if they can. Um, but uh, yeah, it can be it can be pretty difficult. Um, I know that. With Screen Australia, for example, they're really keen on seeing short-form digital stuff. So if it's kind of in the in the realm of web series or short digital online stuff that you would see on SBS On Demand, for example, um, that tends to get um, quite a bit of sort of mm. funding for emerging filmmakers mm. and, and storytellers. Yeah. yeah. Now um, you just hit on it a little bit, but streaming. You know, like what's your uh, view on streaming? Because you know, like a lot of films these days, you know. Are, on at the cinema for a week and then it's out on streaming. Do you think it's killing off the film industry by doing that? I think it's had an impact in certain areas of the film industry for sure. Um, you know, there's, there'll always be the big blockbusters that will that will draw in the audience in terms of those multiplex cinemas um, versus streaming, I think. Uh, and I think that film festivals occupy a particular space as well that's that's a little bit more niche and, and, and can attract a particular sort of audience that wants a different kind of experience to streaming services. But I think maybe what's in between those two things um, may struggle a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's definitely made a dent, I think, in terms of, of perhaps mm. more independent and And I, my, my feeling is that, uh, well, m maybe it's people that um, I, I know are going to more the art house cinemas instead of to the, the big name cinemas because the audience that's at the, the big, um, uh, big well-known cinemas are, are just aren't respectful of um, the people around them. Yeah, with the mobile phones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. And um, talk or just talking Or just to talking. The I know. it's a Yeah, yeah. It is really distracting. But uh, I think that, yeah, in terms of, I guess, art house cinemas too, there's, yeah, there is a different kind of, I guess, atmosphere, um, etiquette that you would get going to see something that's a little bit more of an art house film or a European mm, yeah. independent film. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what, what, tell us, why are you here? What's, what's this festival? <laughs> oh, I've got Is this festival, women involved? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we have a, we've, we've launched our, um, our festival for 2023 just the other day and um, we're really excited because we've, we've slowly been getting back into venues. So a lot of our stuff is back in venues um, this year. We have a few online things as well, but um, we're, this is the first year of a, a official festival partnership with Acme that we're really excited Excellent. about. Yeah, really, yeah. really excited about that. 
Um, so all of our stuff will be there. And so it's going to be really easy for audiences to go to various events throughout the day, which will be great. But as usual, we have, you know, a really great program of features and shorts and panel conversations and workshops and yeah. um, awards and all of that sort of stuff. But that's what's lovely about a film festival is that you're bumping into other people or you go to a bar and or a, you know, one of the eateries near there and, and you know, like all of a sudden you see somebody and you'll have a chat to them about what what did you see or oh, I saw this. Oh, I, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, and that's the lovely side of a, um, a festival, I think, isn't it? You're connecting with other people. Like-minded people. Yeah, exactly that. And that's what's that's what makes it different to streaming services is that yeah. that's, the, that's the sort of thing that you get at a film festival. You yep. get people who are yep. like-minded, who just love cinema. Um, and, yeah, you get to kind of have these really random conversations with people, which I, I love doing when I go to a film festival, seeing what other people are yeah. seeing and – well, I, I was on a tram yesterday um, and uh, and j- just happened to be sitting opposite um, this woman that uh, originally from Melbourne, but her husband it w- works in mining and she works in, Bro- uh, they live in Broken Hill and he works there. And she was saying there's only one cinema up there and, and she comes down to Melbourne uh, to see family and friends, but to go to the cinema. And she goes to see two, two or three films a, a day. Those are the people that we want at festivals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I went, yes. good on you. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. And she said, oh, you know, like, I don't want the blockbuster. I want to see, you know, like, and uh, and she was going off to one of the smaller cinemas oh, to, to see something. That's yeah. great. That's great to hear. Yeah. yeah. So, w- yeah, if we have people like that around, then um, cinemas will always be around, I think. Mm. There'll always be There will always be those sorts of cinephiles yeah. That, yeah. that need that experience. All right. So, tell us about some of the films we can expect at this festival. Sure. So, we're opening with a f- Fabulous film um, by uh, First Nations filmmaker Job Clerk. She's she um, she's out of Broome, and it's a film called Sweet As, which I love the name of because yeah. it's just so Australian. <laughs> but it's a beautiful film. Um, it's a sort of coming of age road movie um, based on. Uh, an experience she had when she was younger. So she, it's a, a the main character Mara goes on a um, a photographic sort of safari with a, a group of youth, they're at risk youth, and uh, it's a little bit. It's been kind of touted as the Breakfast Club meets. Oh, you know, okay. A road movie. Right. I'm trying to think of one. Not Thelma and Louise. That's a terrible example. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah. So this sort of group of youth get together and make connections and and kind of bond and over over this. Experience. Wow, fantastic! Yeah, it's great. It's a really great film. It did really well at MIF last year as well, and um, and the Toronto Film Festival right. last mm. year for it too. So brilliant. What else? Um, we're closing with an equally beautiful film. I think it's called Kainga. It's from um, New Zealand. It's by the producers who did Vai and Waru. I don't know if you're familiar with those mm-hmm. films, but they're the sort of anthology films that have these eight. Um, episodes or segments or stories to them and they're all they're all kind of connected in this case through a home in uh we think it's Auckland it's not really specified we think it's Auckland um and it's over several decades so you see all these sort of families and ah, people who are living in this home okay um and and just there there's just short moments in their lives and how they've connected to that home and um it's just yeah it's a really beautiful film well we've got the one of the producers coming out for it Kerry Wakia She'll be out for a Q&A and one of the directors, Nayeon Lee, as well, coming out for that right. one too. And how important are the Q&As? You know, like, do, do people like it? And you're, what, What's the attraction with that? Um, people do. People want to hear about the making. And I think that's part of the kind of the mm. festival um, characteristics or experience as well. Again, it's another thing that makes festivals different to 
watching a film at home is that you can actually hear from these filmmakers yeah, and, and yeah. talk to them about and know, what attracted them. And there's slant on it. You know, like you might have seen it and you go, oh, I didn't, you know, like, and you know, like that makes sense uh, now that you're, what well, that person's been speaking about it um, in the, you know, like the Q&A. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, it enhances how we can um, identify with the story, I think, and it kind of give us a new perspective on what we've just seen and how it's been made and mm. where, where that story's kind of come from. I, I'm really interested in all those sort of personal experiences or connections that the filmmakers have to these stories and why they want to tell yeah, them and, yeah. and tell them in the way that they've done that. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. H- how many Q&As are you doing? Ah, we've got um, – well, there, yeah, there's Closing Night, uh, our – a session called Imagine Touch, which is on disability and performance, um, has a panel conversation with Excellent. the filmmakers and, and artists. Yeah. Um, we also have a, a panel Q&A with the um, filmmakers and one of the actors from the film Shit, um, <laughs> which is an Australian premiere that we have. It's it's based on the Patricia Cornelius play of the same name. Yeah. So Patricia yeah. Cornelius will be on that, wow. plus the directors and yeah. one of the actors. So, so there's a few. And then we also have our short filmmakers introduce their films. That's what we like to do with them. Oh, to, right. So they kind of get a little bit of, you know, their face. Fantastic. Scene in the festival and stuff as well. Yeah. So, is, yeah. is that done normally? Um, it's done at some festivals. Right. I've seen it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think MIF try to do it as much as they, they can. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we like to include, right. include that there too. Okay. So, when's it on? And you, you mentioned that it's at ACME, which is brilliant. It starts on the 23rd of February, so not too far away. No. Um, and it runs till the 27th in venues. Um, and then we'll have a few online things hopefully afterwards as well. But, um, yeah, all at Acme. And you can get tickets on our website, mwff.org.au. Can't forget to mention that. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And and what what about during the year? You know, like, uh, is there is it worthwhile following you guys? You know, what you know, are you uh, telling us little stories along the way? Of course, absolutely. So, um, I don't think they'll mind me mentioning this, but Acme's uh, Winter Masterpiece Program Goddess yes. opens on April fifth. Well, yeah, or well, they are advertising it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we will probably have a little bit to do in there throughout the year because it's just the, is the perfect sort of match up for what we do. Yep. Um, and we do try to do other sort of bits and pieces throughout the year as well. It might be a little sort of one-off screenings or workshops or panels that we yep. co-present with other people like with Victoria. Um, and we also like to try to do some things online in terms of little profiles on, on filmmakers too, on our social media and yeah. our, um, oh, our so website. You do, I was going to mention social media. So you've, you've got that. And yeah. what is it? Uh, well, at the moment, we do, we're do we doing a Filmmaker Friday sort of series um, across our Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, um, and then we're just profiling particular filmmakers. At the moment, ones that we've featured in the program, but we've we've done yeah. plenty of others as right. well. And, and what is your um, social media? How do we find you? What? Um, you could just look up Melbourne Women in Film Festival on any of the platforms. We're on Twitter, if anyone else is still on Twitter, um, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We're actually on TikTok. I'm too old for TikTok, to be honest. I've got someone else <laughs> working on that one for me. Um, and oh, LinkedIn. For people yeah, my age also. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're all just Melbourne Women Brilliant. Festival on those platforms. Okay. Yeah. And but it's not the whole all the words though, is it? It's just the is it? The you know, like the the whole whole word women's film yeah? Um 
on social media? Look, it could be at, uh, in terms of our handles, it might be something along the lines of at MWFF underscore AU or MWFF Fest. But but you actually, um, you you can type it in and it will probably help you. It should, yeah, it should come up with the whole name, yeah. Okay. Well, lovely seeing you and congratulations on it. It sounds like a great um, great festival. Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for being talking to Sian Mitchell here on Joy 94.9, Sunday Arts Magazine. Joy 94.9 is a GLB TIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.